nutritious. I'm glad I can make you laugh. Uh, welcome to episode seven of the Guidess podcast. We're here back again with Lucy because I really didn't feel like that last conversation was finished. No, it wasn't enough. Never finished. We needed more. We needed more. Mm. So here we are in the beautiful, beautiful Lucy, Lucy abode. Hello, hello. Lucy Kingdom. Welcome. Welcome. Should I turn the music off? We've been listening to this song. It's called... Heart Goes On. Heart Goes On. Heart Goes Out. Heart Goes sorry, Out. Sorry, I read that wrong. Don't be sorry. Heart Goes Out by Zadala and... The Prophet. Prophet. Such a good song. Shout out to Zadala. Officially, it's The Prophet, Oak Bridge, Izzy and Z. Yes. Z is how Lucy and I met. Yeah, that's an interesting one. It is. It is. Um, she held, she helped facilitate a mental health screening documentary. Yeah. Which was amazing. Which is pretty cool. She is pretty it's cool. It's a good one. She is pretty cool. You should check it out. Um, and then from there, we met. We were both at the documentary screening, which was cool. You came up to me with a business card. Business card. <laughs> Hello, Hi. I'm Ness. Hello. No, um, you were cool. You were very professional. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Feels like a like an entire lifetime ago. Yeah. Wild. Probably a lifetime ago. Mm. Mm. I love purpose-driven yeah. music, and I think that's why I like her music. Mm. I'm finding that vibe in the inner west, inner west mm-hmm. rap, and like the underground and the poetry slam areas. Even at the emo night that we were at, yeah. there was some of that too. They were like, one, let's get fucked up. <laughs> and then he was like, repeat, like, let's get, everyone was like, let's get fucked up. And then he was like, two, let's look after each other. <laughs> and everyone was like, let's look after each other. And it was like half us. He was like, I didn't fucking hear you. Let's look after each other. And I was yes. like, vibes, vibes. Oh this is what God. we need in our world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, that's the song. I think you would do well in like a crowbar situation. Thank you. Yeah, you so mentioned too. it a couple of times. Yeah. And I, yeah, it needs to happen. I did go like once or twice <coughs> in crowbar. Yeah. But I think I was like in a different headspace at the time. It was like the right. end of the night. There was nowhere else to go. Yeah, no, that's not what you want. That's not what you want. No, no. You've no, got to no. respect crowbar for what it is. Yeah. got to give the, the crowbar the respect. <laughs> the crow credit. Crow credit. That it crow deserves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, what is your most favorite thing about living in Sydney, in the Ooh, big smoke? My most favorite thing about living here? Well, I feel like we were just talking about how there's like something to do for everyone. Whatever you want to do, you'll find it here. So I enjoy that I can, if I feel like doing some clay pottery, I can go do that. Or if I want a massage, or if I want to go rave, any desire will be met and everything is busy. And there's just like movement and motion happening all the time, which I enjoy. There are birds flying past mm. right this very second. Some pretty stellar crows. I like being up on a height that's on par with the birds. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's you get quite a bird's fun. eye view of everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that about Sydney. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I didn't grow up. Well, I kind of did. Where did you grow up? I grew up like. Okay. Well, I was born Camperdown, and then I grew up like. I always say Meadowbank, but it's not Meadowbank. Up north. Moorbank. Moorbank in a little backyard shed. <laughs> running around, eating the ducks. Um, and then when I was seven or five, one of them, I moved into a yurt on a farm, like a community kind of moment where everyone would come and like work on it and then we'd all harvest yeah. and get a little bit of the profits. Yeah, um, I would collect the eggs and milk the cows and there was a river out the back and you could fish and I got to name the, the, the little cows. That was cute. Yeah. That was one dog and one cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then other than that, we just like moved around a fair, a fair bit, but we ended up on another farm very close to the first farm. Pelican's Nest was the first one. And then we ended up on this other one. Um, yeah, so I've honestly moved around Hunter Valley area a fair amount. Maitland, Newcastle, and then back down to Sydney mm. in the last like five years. Yeah, yeah. I like seeing like little photos of you as like a little, little bubby, bubby moose because yeah. I can just like imagine you running around <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. Yeah, I was a runner. She's a runner. She's a track star. Yeah, she's a track star. <laughs> but I also feel like it's also like a mark of our generation as well because mm. a lot of our parents probably won't be buying homes anytime soon. Mm, yeah, so let's talk about moving it. Moving around and being yeah. transient, I feel like it's something that's like a feature of our childhoods. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What was it like for you? About the same. Moving mm. around a lot. Lots mm. of different rental properties and stuff. But mm. yeah. Same kind of area or? Ish, yeah. Always been around Sydney. Yeah. Um, Western suburbs. Nice. So I think it's like a good broad spectrum of like society, mm. you know, getting to know like salt of the earth kinds of folks and working class folks, which mm. is dope because you always have the best time. Got a good well-rounded yeah. view of life yeah. that way. Shout out to the area. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how long it would take. I've actually been timing you. <laughs> no, I haven't. Please continue. I've got my fist ball. Yeah, no, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Please continue. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just such a cool place. Like, you have such a diversity of people, and yeah. colour, and flavour. Yeah, run it up. Yeah, it's so cool, so cool. I love Sydney. I think sometimes I really knock Sydney because I'm like, uh, like, police mm. day, uh, like. But then the creative side of it, the cool. arts that are coming through. Yeah, I think a lot of it's coming through now. Everyone says Melbourne is the creative hub of. Australia, but I feel like Sydney really has a lot to offer that gets like overlooked. I agree, I agree. There's a lot of talent yeah. running these streets. Yeah, there is. And I think the talent sometimes it feels like it's born from like repressedness. Repressedness, mm. you know? It's interesting, especially like in these times, seeing the kinds of art that's being created, yeah. especially coming out of a worldwide pandemic. Yeah. Like, what's going to be next? What are we going to create? What's mm. even like there's so much more space to create with the trauma that a lot of people have gone through experience like i don't know yeah no you do fuck yeah fuck us fucking right. yeah what are your thoughts on the i just don't even worry about it like <laughs> <laughs> like i got you 
I think creatively we are coming out of some dark times. We're potentially heading into some darker times. And so the art always reflects the social paradigms of the time. And I think what people are creating now, even, did we talk about this last time, tends to go towards like the internet space as like a new creation sphere and even for community. Like that's a vaguely, like a relatively new concept for like a lot of people. And I think going online was something that had to happen massively in like a lot of different, um, what are they called? Industries. Um, even like unis and stuff like that, which I know a lot of disability rights activists have been asking for universities to have a better and like broader range of online subjects being taught. And it's been like a huge thing for ages. And it's like the unis and the governments have always said like, it's just not possible, we can't do it. What's this now? <laughs> What's this? <laughs> you want to come around talking to me? <laughs> I, mm. Yeah, that's, that's a big, big one, one, I feel, because accessibility is so hard to come by in some spaces. Yeah. University is definitely one of them. Like, I know that you and I have both had major struggles with, like, yeah. university and accessibility, disability. Yeah. Um, like, life circumstances as well. Yeah. And there's just, like, almost, oh, depends on the university as well, almost no compassion towards you in those spaces as It's well. like student support in, a pr in, like, a proper way, not just yeah. this is what the department's called. Yeah. I 100% really want to shout out UTS. I was about to say, so I think UTS is really good with this. They are, they are. Yeah, like yeah. Free laptop, grocery vouchers, when like the pandemic was like full swing running. Yeah, dope. Um, but like, I think it's just forgetting that there's a human element behind the other side of like whatever task yeah. it is that you've been assigned to do for your cash check money at the end of the week, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> ultimately, we're all exchanging services with each other. Yeah. So like, let's make it like 5% more pleasant than I guess it used to be. Because I honestly feel like the way things were going before the pandemic were not great. And like, there were some people who were like, I just want to go to life like before the pandemic. It's like, Henty, well, never. We're already we're, here. We're done. We're done with that way of being. And we yeah. need to create a new one. And you either need to get on board or you need to figure something else out. Well, like a lot of the people who didn't really want to get on board just eventually were forced to circumstantially. Like my mum was one who didn't really want to get her vaccination, but it was like, well, do you want to go outside? Do you want to have a job? Do you want to be able to go shopping? Do you want to be able to go to shopping centers? Like just general day-to-day -day life stuff. It's honestly, like, like when, as soon as you said vaccination, I felt like a tight, like, in my heart. About <laughs> oh, it, really? It's such a, like, touchy subject as well. Yeah. So many people. It's a pretty big room, like, silencer. Yeah, it is, it is an elephant. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like we are not ready yet, but we're getting there to have mm. a conversation, like, honestly and frankly, where we don't actually, like, yell at each other and, like, we try and listen to each other about it. Because, yeah, right. Like, honestly, even at this point in time, I don't even know if this is like podcast ready content for me to like even talk about. I don't know if I'm ready to talk about it. Mm. You can dip a toe. I'm going to dip a toe. I'm going to dip a toe. I'm going to say that things are not always what they seem. I'm going to say that things, people are always subject to making mistakes and that's 100% what we've seen a lot of recently in the modern day and age and time. Um, but I think that the way that we currently engage with health as a society is not holistic. 
Mm. I think we look at the body as a separate entity to our lives, our social circumstances, our emotional well-being, our mental health, our like our spiritual health. Like all of those things are largely disconnected from the body. And I personally feel like that disconnection does a disservice to us as a human race. Right. And like oftentimes, more often than not, like there are GPs who probably have more knowledge about prescription knowledge like prescription medication and things like that than nutrition and right. I think that's fundamentally something that we need to address because nutrition is a huge part of um, preventative healthcare. Yeah at this point we're treating issues we're not treating people mm-hmm. whereas there's like such a huge element element of ourselves is like who we are. Yeah yeah yeah. Absolutely. So nutrition is a huge part of it and wellness and keeping your mind and body active and just so many things that all combine together to create like a balance and yet we're here with all these pills and just I mean like it's not even our fault either like I think it just broadly serves the system we've got a war on drugs we've got a political war on drugs we've got like yeah a system that wants to keep us unhappy so that we're like we'll work but we're not Oh, this, it's just I it's just like we're just working to constantly buy things that they are telling us that we need in order to be happy. Yeah, it feels like a ridiculous system and yet we can't get out of it. And it's like some people take the route of like, well, let's make the, the best we can out of what we've got here. And then I don't know, but like I'm getting a little burst of <laughs> emotion. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it because it's, it, it's such a discussion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, correct. correct. <laughs> it evokes such a huge emotion in us, I feel. And I think that's why it's such an important conversation. I know that like it's definitely an ongoing one. Like There is no way that we could probably cover all bases of it in one conversation. Right, yeah. But like historically, I always think about all the instances where the truth has been obscured or the truth has been absconded away or assassinated away. And I'm just absolutely astonished at how much human energy and effort goes into keeping humanity in the dark Mm. and I think it lives in a fear place it's Mm. a fearfulness that oh if this person like is truly happy and content in their lives and they won't buy my shit and therefore I can't buy a $500 steak and a Pinot Noir like I understand what some people and I validate that for you if that is your fear Mm -hmm. but I think it's also robbing you from such deep understandings and knowings of yourself in relation to other people. Right. Because if you starve yourself from existing in a healthy and happy society, you're not doing yourself a disservice, but you are doing yourself in the long term and also everyone around you a disservice. Right. It doesn't feel like an immediate disservice because you get the immediate gratification of being like, I want that, I'll buy that, I'll grab that. That's mine now temporary <laughs> happiness right you know but what, what is long-term happiness long-term happiness is being is feeling safe to be seen and heard in all aspects of your truth to not be judged to feel like you have a safe place to live food water like those are basic needs that we all deserve and yet for some people for half the people on the planet it's not a reality and that's fucked up <laughs> Yeah, it should not be like that. <laughs> it should not. It should not. It should yeah. But mm. I think, yeah, it's just, it's, it's apathy, I think, and it's apathy born from fear too, because we're scared of like what 
black might look like if we have to give up a few comforts. Like, right. I see ourselves probably having to give up on, like, things like Uber Eats or Deliveroo or whatever. Deliveroo crashed, by the way. Oh, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Today? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I just vaguely saw an article and I was like, ah, topical. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Topical. topical. I don't know, yeah, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I used to, yeah, I've fallen victim to it. So <laughs> why? So <laughs> why? <laughs> on occasion. But, you know, I've gotten out, yeah. gotten out of the Uber Eats hole yeah. as well. Well, one, it's largely unaffordable on a long-term basis. Yeah, it's really not. It's, it's like, like you cannot keep that shit up. 40 bucks every time you do it. Yeah, I used to live for the rewards, but then that's also just part of the system, yeah. part of the yeah. feed the scarcity mindset. Yeah. Well, you Brain. Just, there's so many, like, there's lights involved, there's sound involved, there's, like, if you think about the psychology of how they even create social media, mm. like, it's literally, they have entire teams dedicated to learning about us and how to keep us on those things for longer. Mm. And that, to me, says enough. Mm. That says... I'm more valuable to them on my phone buying shit than I am outside breathing fresh air and living my life, eating fruit in the sun naked under a waterfall. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not a chance for me to drop my really painted a picture. <laughs> this is the dream. <laughs> yes. Naked under a waterfall. Truly. Close your eyes. Imagine it. <laughs> I'm having a mango. <laughs> oh, I've got watermelon. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, that's real nice. Like watermelon yeah, it's so good. Just crunch away. What, what a big, what a big conversation. conversation. What, what do you feel about it? What do you feel about how we are moving to a new state of understanding? Yeah, I'm present in it, mm. watching and waiting, mm. seeing life goes down I don't know there's lots of di- whispers there's lots of different people saying different things like I hear words of like we're going into a recession ah. and then I hear bread costs seven dollars and I think yes I don't know if it applies to me I prick an ear um, I think we've like speculated as much as we can so we kind of just have to wait and see we've seen I think like a lot of prices rising and then, well, technically, they're like, no, the the housing crisis isn't happening because prices are more affordable now because it dropped after the pandemic, like, made it insane. So we've just been taken on a wild ride for nothing, and everything's the same. <laughs> but it's, like, changing also. There's always room to, like, for new things. Like, I get very stuck in my little... I like my routine. It gives me, like, security and safety. But fun things like meeting new people or going out to new spaces giving room to like uh, what do you say integrate integrate those things those experiences and I've been a little bit more active recently I feel like seeing people going out which is like obviously during the COVID and during the pandemic we couldn't do that like at all so it still feels a little bit like ooh Ooh. it's just a little bit of extra anxiety on top of all the normal anxiety It's there. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's funny. That's so funny, actually. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. I get that. I, yeah, I feel that. I actually saw a really interesting poster that kind of relates to this. Mm. I'll see if I can kind of remember it. I should have taken a photo of it. I walked past it and I was like, oh. Yes. But it was like a, it was a joke. It was like, 
um, a banker, a, walk, a, a worker, and a refugee walk into a bar, and there's 20 coins between them all. The banker takes 19 and then tells the worker, you better watch out because the refugee's coming for your coin. Oh, like, that is a topical one. I see, I see you. Yeah. It was a good one. On the street? Like they just had it like hung up? Yeah. Yeah, dove. I reckon we should get some wheat pasting in. We could do that. Street vandals? Yeah. A street vandal day? Yeah. Real goblin hours? Goblin hours. We've got to schedule in like one day a year to just be full goblin hours. I think that would really help us though. Yeah. Because even like we, we, we had a short trip to JB Hi-Fi because we were trying to get a SD card and some headphones. It was closed. And yeah. I think that was off chaos to just throw us off. Yeah, that immediately. <laughs> What? <laughs> and we just, uh, yeah, we terrorised the local neighbourhood, but in a, in a cool way. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's a girl gonna do around here? What's a girl gonna do? What's a girl gonna do? Open up a JB Hi-Fi, yeah, apparently. Apparently. There is another one on the other side, like, that way. Yeah. But it's like, weirdly, it's probably the same amount of, like, walking, but I just... No. It feels longer. It feels longer. No. It just doesn't seem right. I get you. Yeah. And you're speaking at a at a conference later today. I am. Tell us about that. It's a pretty cool conference with a pretty cool group with a pretty cool dude called Ras who I met through the Pacific Calling Partnership. Mm. They're pretty cool. They do stuff with like Islander kids in the inner west and if they've like moved here recently or just want something to do, um, just like. Honestly, I ended up doing a creative project, so I made like a magazine, a little mini kind of zine suite of poetry packet kind of thing, which has actually been really helpful with for me, like just for future stuff, and I can go back and use it as a reference and go back and like use all the poems in it, so that's been like actually a lot more use out of it than I was expecting. Nice. But um, there was lots of different ones, like there was like, a research project uh, on like electricity and stuff like that. Um, there were some stories, t-shirt printing, um, so a lot of cool stuff got made out of that and they run it I think it's either once a year or every six months um, and it's interesting a lot of stuff in the islands is also connected with the church so this conference today is also through the Australian Catholic University um, which I also used to attend so that's a fun little full circle moment for me um, and it's very cool. Would you yeah. like to share your poem with us? Oh, on potty? oh, that's if a fresh you, one. If you feel like it, you don't have to, but if you want to, you can. Could be yours. <laughs> She's like, no, I don't want to. That's fine. I might just like record you while you're doing your. <laughs> She's like, I don't want that either. <laughs> I don't want any of it! Yeah, I was gonna banish you guys outside. Really? Yeah. I might get anxious. I get that. I, I can put on headphones. headphones. Yeah. And, and then, then not, not play, play music. music. <laughs> 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 what was I looking for? Something. Oh, the poem. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, your writing is incredible. Like, you have, you. so you have two poems in this new upcoming edition of Yenma. I do. Um, Actually very excited about this one. It was very both, fun. Yeah. One was Doppelganger, mm -hmm. which I really liked. Mm -hmm. And the other one, 
I, the, the name escapes me. I feel like maybe because there is a one. Yeah, the name escapes me also. Yeah. yeah. But they're really, really good. But you can check it out. Yes. And then check it out. Yeah, check it out. So when I, when I was doing everything for the thing yesterday, I was like putting all the things in my link in bio. So they're all accessible there. Ah! Yes. Fuck yes. yeah. Check out the link in bio. That's so good. That's so good. What's the word? Link tree. I see it. It's actually very helpful. Yeah. I, agree. <laughs> I really like it. Place. Yeah. yeah, I use it all the time when I need to, like get my stuff. I go straight there. Yeah. What is your <sighs> favorite thing about creating? Mm. Favorite thing? I don't know. It feels it's like a good experience. Mm. But also, like sometimes I'll go through like massive breaks of just not <laughs> yeah me too yeah and just not doing it for a little bit or like if I need it I'll do it mm. if, I, if I need to and yeah. I definitely always know when I need to mm. you can feel everything like bottling up yeah. or like I guess some people have other outlets so like some people would like maybe go for a run if they feel restless but I don't know if it's restless that I feel it's like a creative restless mm. it's like a slightly different I 100% cool. resonate. It's like, I think that it ignites something in you when you do it and then when you don't do it it's kind of like you need that hit of that feeling when you do it. Hey. Remember me? Me. Me. This guy. Me. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing as well. I feel like one thing that the system kind of predicates on as well is that people don't feel worthy enough to create. Mm. So, like, yeah, they really, yeah. Creation lies in the hands of a few. Well, yeah. Or if like the stress of being worthy enough is too much, you can kind of find ways of like other ways around it or to like, sometimes it's the pressure that you don't like, not the actual creating. Because so many people just don't give themselves the, the space to do it and they're like, well, no, I'd be terrible at it. Or like, no, I can't do what that person can do. And it's like, it's not about that. It's actually for you. <laughs> actually, I really resonate with something that you said earlier as well about, um, like whether or not an issue affects you as well mm. i think that's something that we're all like unlearning a little bit of at the moment yeah like today two separate people have brought up my um eureka flag tattoo oh yeah i feel like yeah it's very much being like called into like the space of why do i have it and how do i embody it yeah let us know yeah tell us well i, th I feel like a lot of it is like I don't, I don't know if you've seen that. Um, it's, it's like, like a, <laughs> like a, I don't even know. I think it was a meme. It's just a saying. It's like, um, it's like, like a, a social space. Like, like when they, they came for the revolutionaries, revolutionaries I, I was silent. And they, they, they took the photo or something. something. And then they came, they came for the, the socialists. And I was also silent. And then I, and then they came for the farmers. And I was silent. And then it was like, and then they came for me. And there was no one left to fight for me or something. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But I think that's what it is. Like, it's just, like, that idea that there is, like, a common thread that connects us that makes, that maybe even if we can't generally resonate with a struggle, that there's still, like, some level of a desire to in some way because you never know what person might resonate in the future with your struggle as well. Right. So it's just, I, I think like it's a pay it forward kind of concept? Kinda. I think so, mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Bit of a do it for her moment. Okay. Yeah. Get around that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Poem! 
Very smooth transition there. Yeah. I've been podcasting for three weeks now, and uh, I'm very good at the subtle tea. It's like very long. I can just do like a short. Yeah, give us an excerpt. An excerpt. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, I'll do. Did your mum like that she was on the podcast? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure if she knows what's going on. True. 100%, but I'll, I sent it to her, so <laughs> we'll see. I'm sure she'll ring me with a review. All right, so here we go. This is, okay, well, actually, I don't know if I'm doing this one at the conference. I don't know if I'm doing your one or my this one or maybe Both. the water one from Myanmar. Or all of them. Well, I'm doing two, so <laughs> I can't do four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was like a drum roll, but DIY. Always got to do your own drum roll. Intro selves. Okutau fuhu maya seni pea okutau fuhu etau melino. We fight for our oceans and we fight for our peace. The sea is my pride and she roars like a beast. Do you quake? I can murder metropolis and create storms instead. There is always a choice in the markings. The roads on my scalp are driving heavier, dragging flesh through gravel, akin to my story, the ties are braided in. Bound tight enough as to not be knitted in your knotted brow, but how? There is naught but leaves in the trees making me hum. Oh, but you sneezed. Alas, alas, does it appease? May I try the crystallized lemon teased? Are we deceased? Dece are we diseased? Deceased, perhaps, merely creased. Relax. It's somewhat crashed. Crashed? Me just screams. <laughs> merely, okay, I'm going to start again. Not again, but from the tease bit, because may I try... I spelled everything so wrong, too. May I try the crystallized lemon teas? Are we diseased? Deceased, perhaps, merely creased, relax. It's somewhat crass to bash what you see without facts and disease attacks like a sleaze untaxed. Mm. And then there's more, but I'm not going to read it. No, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Slay. Slay. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. I like how many near rhymes you have. Thank you. I like to... The emotive power of the word. <laughs> Thank you. That's nice. That's all good. I'm just going to quickly run through here and edit out all the <laughs> weird spellings of words that I just... That was so fair. I mean, that's the thing as well. Like, when you are creating, when you're in the creation zone, it's very rare that you actually sit there and actually correct your own grammar and like spelling. Mm, yeah. Because sometimes you've got to just get it out. Yeah. I always am way too excited to be posting it and then I look at it and I'm like, oh, oh. could have looked at that a little bit. <laughs> oh, so enough, couldn't we? Yeah. But that's oh. always for later. But it's, and it's nice. I always, I'm like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. I was just excited. <laughs> I was just too excited. I was just so excited to create. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can make something completely different. Yeah. Um, the tattoo. Yeah. Creation. Just vibe it on creation. Yeah. Yeah. How come you get, yeah, how come you get asked about it? My sister asked about it today. She said, oh. um, and both people have asked about it in the same way, I guess, because, um, the Eureka flag is the it's the symbol and the flag for the first union movement in Australia. Oh. 
And I got it while I was in politics because I was a die-hard union gal. Yeah. Still am. Still very much am. Sending love to up, her. Up the unions. Yeah, yeah. Um, Slay. But I think it's definitely evolved for right. me in what it means. Mm-hmm. And I think for some people, it's easy to confuse the Eureka flag with the Southern Cross tattoo. Oh. Which has been used a lot in like a lot of racist circles as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for me, I think it's quite important that I have it in the first place because I'm like this fucking weird meld of cultures from all over the planet who's here to like literally cause trouble. (laughs) So we welcome. Yeah, having it, I think, is like almost like an act of resistance as well to like other people being like, oh, but isn't the Southern Cross racist? And it's like, wait, isn't that, isn't that? You don't know what? <laughs> yeah, right? Is that the Southern Cross? No. Did I get the Southern Cross tattooed on my arm? No. But also, the Southern Cross is a constellation. There are stars and they can be beautiful yeah. without it being something that humans have turned into shit. Yeah. So it's interesting to have that conversation, I guess, with other people, but also with myself and like, mm. really ask mm. the question, like, why did I get it? And like, why do yeah. I have it now? And it can grow with you. Yeah. I think people get so worried about like, I could never get a tattoo because it's permanent, it's forever. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. I always get the question, like, do you regret it? I'm like, well, no, because no. Uh, it's here forever That's now. That's kind of not how it works. <laughs> I could get laser, but I am not that committed to regretting my life. No, literally. Yeah. Literally, yeah. that. That's so important. Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I honor mine, and I love mine, and they'll grow with me. You have so many cool ones, too. Yeah, and I have plans to, like, add to some, move some around. Like, it's not, it's really not fixed. Big time. As permanently as people think that it is. Yeah. Nothing really It's always evolution. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Elevate. I definitely see us in, like, 20 years being, like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, I've always said I want to be Kehlani covered. <laughs> always. Vibes. Yeah. I think it ultimately, like, I think when you are making decisions like that about your body, there are so many people that are ready to have words about mm, it. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that because it comes from a place of, I guess, interest. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, you know, if it's not something that directly affects you, especially bodies, like, why is it anybody's business? Yeah. You know? Yeah, for real. It's not. Nanya. Nanya. Nanya who? Nanya business. Nanya business. Brother. Brother. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Facts. We're just out here trying to live our best lives. Creating and being Mm -hmm. an act of creation in motion. Yeah. Very true. Mm. I need to fart. I need to eat. I need to pee. So uh, I feel like this is a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and on that wonderful note. Thanks for tuning in to this little short bonus track. Thanks, guys. I'm really glad I got the opportunity to talk to Lucy again. <coughs> always a fucking pleasure. <coughs> Bless you. Oh, my God. Bless that was a sneeze fart combo. Yeah, I loved it. Wow. Um, well, I feel so lucky. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that sneeze was a blessing. Yeah, it was. It was mm. straight up. Don't forget to bless your homies. <laughs> don't forget to tuck the homies in at night. <laughs> don't forget to, to brush your homies' bullets. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
That's the one. That's actually, that's it. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Uh, yeah. Marlboros. The Marlboros? The Marlboro Reds. That's such a good... Any Eshes listening to this podcast today, you are allowed to use the yeah. Marlboros. I give express permission for the yeah. Marlboros. Yeah, if you contact Me. us and purchase the copyright. Come on, come on an episode. <laughs> I would totally, I would totally. You'd yeah. be down to interview call some eshes off the call street? Calling in an eshe. Calling in an eshe. An eshe. Come mm. on, come on in, come on down. I also want to talk to the guy who lives next door to my parents. Yeah. He, every day at seven o'clock on the dot, because I, like, that's how I sometimes wake up. Yeah. Um, he blows his whistle because he trains pigeons. <gasps> yeah, office. I think my uncle did that. It's amazing. It's incredible. Do they like bring him stuff or he just trains I them to fly? No, that's why I want to talk to him. Yeah. Get him on the potty. Yeah. You could like do a POV with the pigeon. Yes. Yeah, maybe we could, there's room to tweak yeah, it. We can tweak the plan That's as a blueprint, yeah. Mm. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, nice. Great. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please, please enjoy the bonus track that we put together. Everyone. A little extra content for your afternoon. Yeah. Few weeks feeling a bit slow. Yeah, give it a spin. Give us, drop us a line if you have any ideas or questions that you want us to answer. Totally, come chat with us. Yeah, anytime. Anytime doors always open. Yeah. Not to fuckery. You can walk that shit right back out. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you have a special interest? Yeah. We should do one of those. We're going to do a TED Talk yeah. live <laughs> moment. Yeah. So, yeah. get keen for that. Get keen. Thank you. Thank get you, your thank beans you. ready. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know what they're doing with their beans. No more beans. No more. No more. Nothing. I read that on a beach in one of you once. Really? I don't, I don't even know if I told you. No more beans? Yeah. Really? It took us like two hours to hike to the beach. And when I got there, I was like, I want to write something in the sand to prove that I was good. Well. And the only thing that I could think of was your tattoo. No more beans. Hell yeah. yeah. I hope it's still there on the beach. Maybe. And it becomes solidified and it becomes a rock. Yes. And then in a hundred million years, they'll look back on this and they'll be like, wow. That's a part of history right there. It's like a potato I'm so glad they let us know. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for chatting to me. I do love a little chitty chat. Yeah, a little chitty chat. Chitty chat. Nice on a Monday afternoon. On a sunny Monday. Sunny Monday. Sunny Monday, love. Yeah, it's only going to get better from here. Yeah. Woo! Oh, have a lovely day, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>